get involved with as many things as you can, you know, really broaden your horizons because you never know what might surprise you or what you might be interested that maybe you wouldn't have thought to have been involved in, if that makes any sense. So just like join as many clubs, you know, meet as many people as you can, just kind of try your hand in everything and see kind of what sticks. Hi, everybody. It's Marcy Bullock, the host of Wolfpack Career Chats, and welcome back to season six, Fresh from the Pack. This season, we will explore the exhilarating yet challenging path that recent graduates face. Being a human is hard and change is hard, and you are not alone as you embrace the inevitable struggles of leaving your undergrad days behind and creating a life you love. Hi, Wolfpack fans. Today, Grace Doner is going to talk about the transition to the professional world. Hello, Grace. Hi, Marcy. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm great. You know, it's Friday, so almost the weekend. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yes, we're all TGI effinite in the work world. And I wonder, you know, when students are in their student identity, they don't realize how great Fridays are because some people are like, I don't have class Friday or I have class Tuesday, Thursday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I'm excited to have you tell a little bit about just who you are and what you do now that you left your campus life behind you. Yeah, definitely. So I am currently the Associate Internal Communication Specialist at Veridime. During my time at NC State, I actually started out as a textiles major, and I realized pretty quickly that I really enjoyed fashion, but not necessarily in a professional sense. I more enjoyed the art of it. So I decided to make the change over to the communication school. And um, to be quite honest, I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I was in communications. I felt like there were so many options, but also at the same time really just felt more public relations focused. So I started out in sales and I worked with a fantastic company, great coworkers, but I realized pretty quickly that I wanted to go back more towards my roots of what I got my degree in. So then I found myself over at Veridim doing communications and it has been fantastic. That's so exciting. I love the story of starting in textiles and just making that shift. And I want to normalize the fact that no one has it all together and has a plan, right? Yeah, definitely. Especially at 18. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so you found your way over to communication. You've only been in this role, it sounds like a few months. What has that whole transition to uh, leaving student life behind and being a full-time worker, what's it like? Um, I would say definitely the first few months of leaving campus and going into the quote unquote real world. It's definitely a transition and it's something that, you know, it's hard. And I feel like people don't really talk about it that often. I would say also, you know, when you're at school, you're surrounded by your friends and it's this fantastic community. But when you graduate, no one really talks about the fact, you know, your friends, they kind of go all over the United States and it's hard to really keep those relationships. And then you also want to foster the networks that you created during your time in school. So it's definitely a lot to juggle at once, but I think you get used to it more when you start to focus on things like time management and really taking into account your mental health and your wellness and just really starting to prioritize that. I'm glad you talked about that because that is something that we don't really share is it's going to be a really big change and being just a human in this world is very hard. So how did you adjust to that time management you mentioned and getting yourself just in this new identity as I'm now not a student anymore? 
Yeah. So one thing, so I actually talked to a few friends that were older than me that had graduated. And I was like, how did you navigate this? Like, I'm finding this to be so difficult. And they, one of the greatest tips they gave me was during your work week, if you find one to three things to do after work during the week and have those planned out. So you have things to look forward to, you're being social. Cause I find that, you know, once you start working, it can be easy to fall into the trap of getting home from work and you're tired. And you know, all you want to do is kind of eat dinner, watch TV and go to bed. And then when you kind of fall into that, it can be a little bit difficult to, you know, feel excited about things. So joining a pickleball league or joining a book club, even just meeting friends for dinner, anything like that, just having things planned during your week. So you can have things to look forward to after work, I think is super helpful to kind of navigate, you know, still having a social life and things like that. I know it's so weird because when you, um, when you are working, you're tired and then you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to sit here and Netflix. And then you just feel gross after you do that every single day. It's just not living your life. So that's such good advice. So you made two examples, pickleball and book club. Are you actually doing those or do you do other things? So I'm part of a book club. I haven't really found a great pickleball club, but I actually just moved and there's these amazing tennis courts near where I live. And I was actually able to get a pickleball kit on prime day. So we'll see if I (laughs) can get some people together for a club. That's good. And even just playing for fun, like you said, having people getting out in the world and interacting and just building that community that was so built in for you mm-hmm. when you were on campus at NC State. However, I don't want your generation to take over pickleball. It's for older people, <laughs> just so you know. It's for me. No, just kidding. I love it. I love it that it's going crazy. So what kind of advice would you have for students that are still on their journey at NC State? Everybody looks back and goes, oh, the best years of your life but I think there's lots of good years of your life, right? Yeah, definitely. I would say the number one thing, and as cheesy and cliche as it may sound, but really just get involved with as many things as you can, you know, really broaden your horizons because you never know what might surprise you or what you might be interested that maybe you wouldn't have thought to have been involved in, if that makes any sense. So just like join as many clubs, you know, meet as many people as you can, just kind of try your hand in everything and see kind of what sticks. And then maybe you could find an unexpected career or hobby out of that. And I also the people you meet doing that, they're just the best. So would you describe yourself as an extroverted person who likes to do those things? Or was that a challenge for you when you were a student? I would say I'm kind of an introverted extrovert. I find it kind of hard to kind of break out of the groups that I have known my whole entire life. So it was definitely a challenge to join any sort of group that I didn't already know at least a few people in. One of those being PRSSA at NC State. I didn't really know a ton of people in it, but when I joined, I met some really awesome people and it was a great organization to be a part of. I like that you shared that because you're an example of like, ugh, I don't know if I want to do this. And now I'm really glad I did. So we'll link up to PRSSA in our notes just so people that watch the show can learn a little bit about it. Because I actually was like, what does that mean? Public Relations (laughs) Student Society of America. And now you're working in public relations. Tell us a little about like what your typical day is like. What do you do? Yeah, so I 
instead of public relations, I work more in the internal communication side, which um, for my, as I said, I was in kind of more of an introverted extrovert. So it kind of works a little bit better with me. I'm working more internally, but my day to day consists of employee communication. So things like newsletters, working with different departments to put on events, working with our new hires for new hire orientation, and just coming up with different strategies to help gain as much employee involvement in our company as possible. It's a really great and creative job. And honestly, it was a job that I didn't really even knew existed until after I graduated. And that happens for many people is even while they're a student, there are jobs that don't even exist when they graduate that exist, you know, the next year. So there's so many different things you've just never heard of. So I'm glad you got a chance to break into this. And do you have any tips on finding that role? How did you find yours? Yeah. So I actually found my role through networking through someone that I had met at NC State was friends with some of the people on the talent acquisition team. And I was able to find my role there. So I would say the biggest thing whenever you're applying for jobs is really leveraging your network. You know, you never know where someone might end up. And it's really important to not only to leverage your network when you, you know, need it for a job or a role, but to really foster those relationships and get to know the people in your network and yeah, things of that nature, just to really make sure that you're not just talking to these people when you need a job, but you know, you're really creating friendships and, you know, building out your network. Oh my goodness, you're speaking my language. So (laughs) we actually met when you were taking the professional development class with me. And I know that was during pandemic, so it was such a funky time. But what were some of the things you took out of that that helped you in the whole change to being an adult? Honestly, the two biggest things I took away from that class were our budget talks. So talking about financials, especially when you go from maybe having babysitting money or restaurant money when you're working during college to having a salary it is so important to be able to financially take care of yourself. So that was super helpful. And then also our LinkedIn tips were super helpful. I still use the profile picture that we took during that class in a lot of my professional portfolios. So that, and then making sure that you keep your LinkedIn up to date and all of those things. Yeah. And you are doing such a good job of that. When I pulled your LinkedIn (laughs) up, I was like, you're posting things. And, you know, even though you're employed now, we're always thinking about the next thing. So it's how a lot of people find out about opportunities to advance. And your networking story just makes me happy because that's something that we preach and preach. But when we hear real success stories, it kind of reminds people like, yeah, just talk to your friends, tell people you're looking for a job, tell people you're, you have these skills. Why do you think you got this role? Was there anything that you can brag about? I know it's hard to brag, but that (laughs) made you stand out. So I would say, I feel like I have a pretty large melting pot of work experience. So I had previously worked in a sales development kind of role, but I was also kind of sales operations. It was a little bit of everything. I've worked in um, internet marketing internships, and I've also worked on golf courses, childcare, pretty much any sort of work environment you can think of. I've probably been there. So I feel like with all of these different kind of jobs, I've gained little bits of knowledge from each one and different skill sets. So I think having a pretty diverse work history was really helpful. And then also during my senior year at state, I was able to take an organizational communication class with Dr. Sturgis. So if any communications majors are out there listening to this, that class was absolutely amazing. It's an elective for communication students and you learn so much. And that's kind of where I first heard about 
things like employee engagement, internal communications, those kinds of things. And I absolutely love that class, but didn't really know that there was a career for that beyond consulting. So I think the knowledge I learned in that class too was super helpful in me landing this role. All right. Shout out to Dr. Sturgis. I love it when people, you know, remember things that really impacted them in a big way. And sometimes it's just a little thing, but all that work experience you had, you, you got out there and you were, you were busy and I, I love it. So what was your best memory that you look back on from your college years? Oh gosh. I would have to say probably the last day of class concert, my senior year, it was coin and it was so much fun. And I was there with all my friends and we had howling cow and it was, it was just awesome. That sounds fun. I love the the times where people can enjoy music and fellowship and food. I know, you know, Pacabalooza is a big thing. So students really enjoyed that where they're outside with the music. As we wrap up, I'm going to ask you to get in a little time machine and Think about your 40-year-old self. What advice would you give to the grace donor of today? I would probably say just kind of slow down and enjoy the moment. I feel like a lot of times, especially young professionals and myself definitely included, I get a little bit worked up about, you know, what the future is going to hold. So just really enjoying the moment and enjoying where I'm at currently. Wonderful advice. And final thing, you mentioned Howling Cow. So we've got to finish with what's your favorite flavor, Grace? Oh, Campfire Delight, 100%. <laughs> uh, no hesitation. <laughs> it's been so delightful. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. 